clean versus dirty keto. Welcome to the Our Ketogenic Life podcast, where we bring you the scientific and daily application of living the ketogenic lifestyle. We have helped hundreds reach their weight loss and health goals, but this is far more than that. We want to help you create real life change so that you can live the life God created you for. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin and Danae Davis. Hey guys, welcome to the Our Ketogenic Life podcast. Uh, I am flying solo here today, uh, but today we are going to talk about clean versus dirty keto. Now, this is a topic that is uh, brought up quite often uh, by those wanting to start keto, and also a topic that's brought up by a lot of people who think keto is not healthy. And uh, on that second part, uh, if we're talking about uh, dirty keto, then I tend to agree with the naysayers. Because as we talk about today, if you're somebody who is wanting to make some changes in your life, and um, whether it be weight loss, health, or whatever it may be, and that you know, you've been told all you have to do is worry about your macros, uh, your protein, your carbs, and your fat, then you're going to find out that during doing, quote, dirty keto is something that is not going to be good for your health long term. Now, the first thing is I don't like the word dirty. Uh, it kind of makes, uh, uh, doesn't sound good. And what we consider dirty keto is probably something that is not healthy, that is not sustainable. It is not something that is good for your long-term health. So when we talk about dirty keto, we're going to talk about certain foods, about uh, what is dirty keto versus clean keto. But before we start that, and before we start any kind of program with anybody, whether it be here on this podcast or in our coaching, the one thing we want to find out is what are your goals? You know, why are you wanting to make changes? Most of the time, and a lot of the times, it is uh, due to weight loss. It is due to somebody wanting to lose weight, which is all good. You know, uh, losing weight has a lot of health benefits. But the one thing that we really want to concentrate on is if weight loss is one of your goals, then what we need to do is reverse this. We need to get healthy so that we can lose weight, not lose weight so we can get healthy. As long as you are not healthy, your body is going to hold on to that excess weight. Unless you do some uh, things that are not really healthy. You know, for instance, if... If weight loss was the only goal that you had, you know, you could take things, uh, uh, some illegal drugs. You could take cocaine. And if you use cocaine, you're going to lose weight. But we all know that is not something that is sustainable and it's not healthy. So you may get the weight loss, but you're not going to get your ultimate uh, goal of health, I hope. So what we want to really concentrate on as we do this is we want to do things healthy. We want to do things for your longevity. One of the things that we do with our coaching program is we try to meet the needs of whatever complaint that people have, but then we also try to look for identifying factors that uh, can be detrimental to their long-term health. And of course, uh, if you've uh, listened to this podcast before, we've talked about inflammation. And one of the things that we look at 
is inflammation. And if you're doing things that causes more inflammation, then your long-term health is not going to be uh, uh, obtainable because you are doing things that are detrimental to your health. So what we want to do is concentrate on the long-term things to get you healthy so that you can lose weight. And by one of those things we're going to uh, control is your inflammation. So uh, as we go through these podcasts, you know, what we want to do is we want to do keto. We, uh, I think that's a great place to start, but we also want to think beyond keto because uh, what, what we want to do is have our four pillars of, of health as a healing diet, sleep, exercise, and prayer. And if we have those things, we're going to get healthy and then the weight loss will come off. So let's concentrate on getting healthy. And let's concentrate on having that goal. And then once we get healthy, then the weight loss uh, will come. You know, um, the first thing that we're going to need to talk about is, quote, what is dirty keto, unquote. Uh, dirty keto is basically eating about anything that you want to eat that uh, hits your macros. You know, if are you getting a certain amount of protein, uh, fat, and, and uh, carbs? And if you're hitting those things, it doesn't matter what you eat, then, you know, you, you are succeeding in your goal of, you know, just hitting your macros and doing, quote, dirty keto. But when you eat those foods, when you eat uh, whatever it is it may be, and it may be a lot of processed foods and things like that, you know, if you're hitting, you know, your 20 carbs and getting your fat in and things like that, but you're doing it like with a lot of foods that are unhealthy, that are driving your inflammation, ultimately you're not going to get to your goal. So when we do clean keto, we are eating whole foods. Uh, you know, if it's been made uh, by God and you can go out there and, you know, uh, pick it off a tree, uh, dig it up from the ground, uh, you know, go out there and do some hunting. You know, those are the kind of foods that we want to um, concentrate on. They're the more nutrient dense uh, so that when you're eating them, you don't have to eat as much to get your uh, nutrients, to like your vitamins and your minerals. You know, the one thing that a lot of people don't understand is when they stay hungry and they eat excessive amount of calories, a lot of times they're eating uh, empty calories. And, you know, if you're eating empty calories, if you're eating a lot of processed foods that do not have the vitamins and minerals that you need to have, then what's going to happen is your body is still needing those nutrients, those vitamins and, and minerals. So you're still hungry. It's still craving those vitamins and, and minerals. So if you're eating a lot of processed foods that doesn't have the nutrient-dense foods as whole foods that have, then what's going to happen is you're going to stay hungry. But when you start putting foods in your in, into your meal plan that are whole foods, that are wholesome, then what's going to happen is your hunger level is going to go down because you're, you're meeting the requirements of your body. Now, with uh, dirty keto, some of the foods that are included with that is a lot of it is processed foods. You know, if it's in a bag, uh, if it's in a can, more than likely it's probably processed. And uh, the problem with processed foods, you know, they usually have a lot of sodium in it, uh, even though sometimes sodium, we need salt, uh, you know, to, uh, to help with our body functioning. But it has uh, usually excessive amount of sodium in it. And probably one of the worst things it has is the bad oils. You know, sometimes as I research and read things, you know, the bad oils are seem, uh, seemingly more detrimental to our health than actual sugar is. You know, with the bad oils, 
they are cheaper. So when you're eating these foods that are processed, that are in cans, that came from a factory, more than likely they are uh, uh, made with um, uh, vegetable oils, corn oils, and things like that, uh, things that are hydrogenated. And those things are so detrimental to your health. And it goes down to a cell level. You know, the cell membrane is made of, uh, of fat, of these oils. And if you are eating these foods over and over again, what's happening is all your cell walls uh, are made of uh, fats that are not healthy. And if you think about your cell walls, you have to get nutrients inside your cells. And then it uh, does a lot of different things depending on what nutrient it is. But for instance, it'll uh, enter your mitochondria and that's your energy um, powerhouses inside your cells. So if, if you aren't getting the nutrients into your cells because you have a lot of uh, fatty, uh, bad fats in the cell walls and your, uh, uh, your mitochondria need these nutrients, then you're not going to have the energy that you need to have. And sometimes that's why you feel tired and sluggish. And if you've ever went from eating uh, processed foods to whole foods and you have more energy, which a lot of people do on the ketogenic diet, the way that we do it is because you're getting good things into your cells. And on the flip side of that, as with anything, just like in your car, uh, you know, you've got exhaust from your car. Well, you've got uh, byproducts from the production of energy inside the mitochondria and it needs to get out. And again, if you don't have good cell walls uh, made of good fats, then that nutrients that uh, are those byproducts from the mitochondria are not going to get out of cell. So basically you end up with a cell that has a bad cell wall if you're eating these processed foods and you're not getting the nutrients in. You're not getting the byproducts out and your energy level is going to tank. You're going to feel worse. You're going to be taking things, uh, vitamins and things like that and, and trying to figure out, okay, I'm doing everything I can. I, I'm thinking I could do. I'm hitting my macros, but I'm not getting the results that I want. You know what's happening? And it goes down to your cell wall. So when we try to start coaching people and we try to start helping them get along uh, as far as their health, these are the things that we're talking about. Uh, and this is just one example of uh, eating a good fats versus these, quote, dirty, unquote, uh, keto fats that are in these processed foods. So not only do you have problems with the energy, uh, but you have more inflammation uh, because they're more uh, pro-inflammatory, meaning that they meet, uh, go to more inflammation. Uh, they can cause chronic pain. Uh, you can have joint pains because of all these uh, processed oils that are in there. Uh, metabolic issues, um, autoimmune diseases are linked to this. Uh, and even things like depression. You know, you can have those type of things that can be linked uh, to eating dirty keto. Again, you may be able to get your macros where they want, where you think they should be, but if those macros are not the healthy foods that you need, your body needs, your body's going to suffer. So you may lose weight, but in, in the end, you're probably going to lose because you're not getting healthier. And again, that's our main goal is to improve your health, improve your health span, improve your longevity. So that we want to get rid of the things that are causing risk factors for these long-term chronic problems and, and try to reduce as many as we can. Now, 
some of the foods that you may be uh, tempted to incorporate into your diet uh, with a dirty keto type. And again, if you're just looking for macros, uh, you're going to have processed oils. We talk about those, you know, with things in uh, cookies and uh, cakes and crackers and things like that that may say keto friendly or keto approved on the label. But, you know, ultimately, they're not the best thing for you. Uh, things like processed meats, you know, uh, that have a lot of fillers. You know, there's a big difference between eating some ham versus like a slice of ham that you get out of the grocery store. You know, there's so much more nutritional value and not as many as bad things in the real ham versus the processed ham. You know, some of us ha are accustomed to eating fast food. And I understand that, you know, we're, we're the same as anybody else. So sometimes you have to grab something on the go. Everything's not as healthy. But if you're doing this on a regular basis, then, you know, you're you're feeding yourself things that you, you that your body does not need. Uh, diet soft drinks, you know, with the artificial sweeteners, you know, a lot of times those aren't the best thing for you because a lot, sometimes in some people, they can cause inflammation, they can cause increase in insulin, uh, which breaks fast. Uh, you can have uh, farm-raised uh, dairy, uh, you know, uh, things that are not grass-fed. You know, if you're eating a lot of dairy and you're having some bloating, if you're having some heartburn, GI symptoms, your body's probably telling you something. You know, this is probably not the best thing uh, for you. You know, some of the uh, um, uh, nuts and things like that, uh, you know, they can be roasted in uh, bad oils. So we want to be, you know, uh, really aware of everything that we put in our body. How is it made? How did it get here? And then make the best choice uh, possible. Now, some of the things that are good uh, for our ketogenic uh, um uh, lifestyle, uh, especially getting started to increasing our health and uh, weight loss, is uh, having things like uh, wild-caught salmon. You know, things that are farm-raised are usually not as well because, you know, if you want to really uh, get one step further, you know, um, we want to look at what we're eating, but we also want to look at what we're eating and what they ate. You know, there's a big difference between a cow uh, that is grass-fed versus corn-fed. You know, the, the omega-3 uh, uh, levels are much different. Uh, there's a lot of, like, hormones that can be involved with certain side, uh, beef. You know, if you're eating uh, salmon, you know, is it farm-raised versus fresh-caught? You know, farm-raised, they're fed things that's probably not the best thing, but uh, you, what we want to understand as well is the things that they ate is actually going into our body. So we have to be more aware of, of where the food came from. And the problem that we have with that is uh, sometimes that is more expensive. But ultimately, if we're looking at long-term goals, you know, there's a big difference between, you know, paying for medications and, 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 and procedures and things like that. Uh, whereas maybe we could avoid some of those things uh, later on by eating some of the better foods now. And, you know, just to kind of like progress with that is, you know, your eggs, you know, are the chickens eating some kind of chicken feed or are they out eating, you know, bugs and insects and other things that chicken uh, eats? Um, you know, the vegetables, you know, where are they coming from? Uh, so many times right now we have to look at uh, the nutritional value of vegetables. And I read somewhere where, 
the nutritional value, you know, compared to where in like in the 1980s, uh, you know, how much uh, vitamins and minerals some of the vegetables have is much less because of the farming processes that we have now. So we have to be aware of that. Some of the foods that are really good to have, and we've went through these before, we, on a ketogenic diet, you know, is uh, farm-raised eggs. Uh, you can have, like, nut butters, like almond butter is really good. Uh, you can have avocados. Uh, those are really good for uh, multiple reasons uh, on a ketogenic diet. And those are pretty clean. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that you can add on there. You can add some olive oil and some um, uh, sea salt, and it's a great uh, side dish uh, to have. The other thing is that we want to concentrate on, and we mentioned this about dirty keto, is when you go out to restaurants. You know, when you go out to a restaurant, you have no idea where that food uh, came from, and you know, have really no idea how that food is made, even in that high-end restaurants. So one of the things that's really uh, beneficial is that if we take uh, an interest in cooking at home and learning how to cook, and learning how to prepare foods correctly, you know, we're going to get a much bigger bang for our buck. We're going to probably save some money by eating at home. And then also we're going to eat healthier because when you're sitting there uh, cooking, you know exactly what kind of oil that you had. You know, for instance, like, you know, there's a big difference between cooking in olive oil and cooking uh, with uh, vegetable oil. And if you're eating uh, a steak or salmon or something like that at a restaurant, you don't know exactly how that's made. And, you know, even with avocado or even with olive oil, you know, we need to make sure that we're not cooking above 400 degrees because that can cause some free radicals even in the olive oil, which can be detrimental to our health. So as we go through this, you know, you can kind of see when you get first get started, you know, it's really tough because you're trying to get the back rows, you're trying to get, you know, different lifestyle changes. And as you go along uh, through this ride with us, you know, you can get more narrowed in as far as what is the best thing for your for your health. But the one thing that probably I want to leave you with is, um, you know, when we get started with doing a different lifestyle, you know, uh, the main thing that we need to do is concentrate on changing our habits. Uh, you know, the old habits that we had, you know, they didn't get us where we want to go. So we have to develop new habits. Now, sometimes doing uh, eating some of these foods uh, on a quote dirty keto uh, is something that we want to do. And, and, and what I try to explain to this to my clients and to my patients is with these kind of products, we want to use these as a bridge. You know, you are where you are now and you got to where you want to go or you, you, you have a place where you want to go. And I look at that as a bridge. And we have multiple bridges that we have to go over to get to the optimal health. And when we first start, you know, what we want to do is use some of these uh, products that uh, we mentioned that are not the best, but we want to take one step towards getting our health. And sometimes using these products can help us get over to that next step. And then at, and when we get to that step, we kind of burn that bridge. So if you have to use uh, some of these keto products because you're used to snacking every night and you want to use some of these uh, keto snacks uh, for a couple weeks to get past that so you can get to your health, well then do that. And then in a couple weeks, try to burn that bridge so you're not using that and see what else you can do. And it's amazing. I've had this uh, told me time and time again, if you're just listening to this, you just have to trust me. 
is once you st- start down this road, it doesn't take a month or two before you start developing new taste. You kind of lose the desire for all these sweets. You lose the desire to have these certain snacks because you're feeling full because you're giving your body what you need. So what we want to do in the first couple of months is kind of gradually decrease our carbs, get to where we want to go, burn those bridges so that we're not using these anymore and start progressing on to further uh, improvements in our health by making better choices. And as we go along, it's like a continuum. You know, you start where you're at and you end at your perfect health, which, you know, none of us are going to get to perfect health. But what we want to do is be uh, taking steps uh, each and every day, each and every week, each and every month uh, to get to where we want to go. And, you know, we don't want to just stop and say, okay, this is good enough for me. Like if you're doing things right now with dirty keto and you've been doing it for six months, and you've been eating these processed foods, you know, it's time to move on. If you have never done keto and you're here thinking about starting, you know, for the first couple of weeks, you may need something to help get you started. So, Depending on where you're at and where you're at in the progress and how, you know, you approach this mentally, you know, there's different things that you can do to help get you to the next step. And the one thing we don't want to do is judge somebody uh, as far as where they're at, because, you know, we all we've all been there at one time or another. What we want to do is be an encourager to other people to help bring them along. Uh, so that they can have different choices. You know, we can uh, come uh, come to them saying, hey, instead of doing this, try something else. And, you know, then we start adding fasting. So it just becomes a lifestyle, becomes a way of life, and it becomes so much easier. You know, uh, if we can do 90, 95% of our meals in snacks and things like that with whole foods, you know, when we have that occasional piece of cake at a birthday party or a wedding, uh, or if we have that indulgence at some point, you know, it's not going to hurt us as bad. But if we're doing 50% dirty keto and 50%, you know, whole foods, you're not going to get the results that you want to get. So I just encourage you, you know, try wherever you're at, try uh, this week, do a little bit better than what you did last week. You know, maybe eliminate some of the uh, uh, products that have these bad oils in them. Replace them with something else. Uh, replace them with some whole foods. And then let's start making progress each and every week to get to our goals. And again, a lot of you guys have a goal of uh, weight loss. And I think that if we concentrate on getting healthier, the weight loss will come and not not get so focused on the scales and things like that, but get focused on how you feel, how your clothes fit and things like that, because that's going to be more of an indicator of your overall health than the scales would be. Because again, we talked about it at the beginning, we can do a lot of things uh, to lose weight. We can do a lot of things that are unhealthy to lose weight, and that's not our goal. Our goal is to lose weight in a healthy way so that we can get the results that we want to get. All right. Hopefully that's helped. Uh, I think that's that, that this message was some, for somebody out there. I don't know who it was for, uh, but if it resonated with you, reach out to us. You know, if you know somebody that's getting ready to start or struggling, you know, share this podcast with them. We would really appreciate that. Uh, it would uh, if you leave us a rating, that'd be awesome as well. But you know, what we're here for is try to help people get to where they want to go in the best way uh, that we know how to help them. So continuing with our catechisms, uh, we are on number 14 and number 14 says, where do you learn how to love and obey God? 
in the Bible alone. Exactly that's what it is. Uh, when we want to um, learn how and to uh, love and obey God, first we have to know what it means. You know, what does love mean? You know, to me, when we love somebody, we are spouse, whatever, we want to help. We want to do what they want us to do. We want to uh, be in a relationship to where, you know, if I love my wife, I'm going to try to do what's best for her, you know, try to serve her in a way. And that's the same way with God. You know, if we love God, we want to obey him. We want to do what he wants us to do in our lives so that uh, we can glorify him. You know, he needs to be our Lord and Savior. He needs to be the one that uh, it rules our life. You know, so many times we want to do what we want to do. And, you know, that's just not way, the way that what the Bible says. You know, we need to know that he is in control. You know, you may be going through some struggles right now. Uh, you may be having some heartaches, uh, some indecision. But the one thing that I want you to uh, know that is God already knew this. He is there to help us. And uh, that if we love him and, uh, and obey him, uh, in which we learn through the Bible, our life is going to be so much better and be so much fruitful. Guys, guys uh, we can uh, have many testimonies as far as the awesomeness of God in our own lives. And, uh, you know, whether he did another thing for us, you know, dying on the cross for our sins, uh, there's nothing else that we can do to repay him for that. Anyway, hopefully this has helped you guys today. Uh, if you, again, if you have any questions, if you have any um, concerns about this, uh, if it's helped you in a certain way, we would love to reach out either way. But remember, guys, we'll see you next week and be fit and be faithful. This podcast is for informational purposes only. No patient provider relationship is implied or established. This podcast in no way represents the practice of medicine. The information given is to be used at the listener's own risk. Please consult your provider before making any changes, as the contents of this podcast is no substitution for your provider's instruction.